Hi, and welcome to the Athena Rising Podcast. I'm Dana. I started a journey long ago to heal myself, and I want to bring you along. I have a master's degree in counseling, plus certifications in Reiki, regression, and hypnosis. My goal is to help women heal our unique emotional pain by showing you all the ways that exist to do just that. It's my belief that we aren't just healing ourselves, we are also healing all the women who came before us and all who are yet to come. Every Tuesday, I'll introduce you to guests, topics, and modalities that will inspire you to try something new on your path. Let's get started. Before we dive into this incredible episode, I want to let you know that beginning on June 21st, 2019, I am leading a six week long healing circle with enough spaces for five women. This will include daily prayer, community, a custom meditation that I record only for you, and individual counseling or Reiki sessions with me to help you live a more connected, joyful, and engaged life. If you are interested in learning more, please email me at athenarisingpodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me via my social media pages on Instagram and Facebook. Check the show notes below for all links. On the podcast today are Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsick, hosts of the Almost 30 podcast. Krista and Lindsay have been podcasting for three years and have built an online community of women who seek information and guidance surrounding life transitions, health, wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, self-development, and more. Almost 30 boasts over 12 million downloads in over 150 countries and has been featured in Nordstrom's The Thread, Chalkboard Magazine, and BuzzFeed. I had the opportunity to take Krista and Lindsay's podcasting course called Your Podcast Pro back in January, and I cannot tell you how much I learned about working with this particular medium of self-expression and community building. They have interviewed some of the industry's top performers in the health and wellness area, and today we look at how they came to the idea of creating a podcast, what healing modalities they have learned about and now implement in their own lives, and how podcasting has helped them show their authentic selves to the world. If you've listened to Almost 30 and ever wondered anything about the behind the scenes, you're about to peek behind their veil. I would love for you just to kind of tell us about yourselves and how you, um, or not how, but just tell us about the Almost 30 podcast. What is it and what is the message that you're bringing? Yeah, Almost 30 podcast started, you know, three years ago when Lindsay and I met and it really started as a conversation about the transition from our 20s to our 30s that we were having. And during a time where we felt like we should know everything, we should know how to manage our finances, how to um, be in a successful relationship, how to love ourselves, how to have adult friendships, how to navigate our career. And um, we didn't have the resources. We didn't have the support that we felt like we wanted during that time. And um, we started almost 30, you know, about four or five months into meeting. Uh, we met by me not getting a soul cycle instructor job that I wanted so bad. And Lindsay was a soul cycle instructor. So 
through all that hard work and determination to not get what I wanted, I got Lindsay and we created almost 30 and haven't stopped creating, you know, ever since. Um, and now almost 30 is a community of women all over the world. We have events all over the world and we really just seek to support women in their evolution by empowering them with information, knowledge, and support. Yeah, your podcast has been huge for me. Um, I discovered it, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago or something. And uh, it's just opened up a lot of doors for me along the way. I obviously released my own podcast in November. And then I took your course in January. And now I'm like riding your coattails and interviewing some of your people. <laughs> Which That's is awesome. awesome. Yeah. So they're special, special people. But the thing about podcasting is, is every conversation is different. You know, the information that you want to know is different than what I want to know. And um, the energy and dynamics are always different. So, um, you know, that is amazing. And we were so glad to have you in our course. Yeah, that is the beauty of it. It's always something different. You can even have a conversation with the same person again and get something different. Um, I had a friend once say to me, well, like, what are you going to do when you run out of people to interview? I'm like, what? There's like endless people in the world. <laughs> yeah, we, we had those same fears, but they just, they, they kind of show up and now we have... <laughs> A lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, how did you come up with the idea to create this podcast? I mean, I know it was from your transition from your 20s to 30s, but how did you guys say, like, let's sit down and do this together? Yeah. So Krista was an avid podcast listener um, and she kind of introduced me to the medium. I knew it existed, but I hadn't really tapped into it. Um, and I was just fascinated by the fact that, you know, I could receive information on the go wherever I was. Um, and so she one day just turned to me when we were talking about something deep, I'm sure. And she's like, do you think we could start a podcast talking about this? You know, like really bringing this conversation to to the masses um, in a way. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. You know, I had no idea how to start a podcast, but uh, my entire life I have done like, you know, these creative projects just out of nowhere, really. Like I just, I, I do them and I see what happens. I did like a, a web series in New York, you know, out of nothing. And I didn't know one thing about shooting a web series, directing, writing, anything. And I just was like, well, I might as well just do it. Like it's, it's inside of me. So I felt that way with Krista that like this thing was inside of us and that we should give it the best chance at being heard. So um, we literally, I had, had a kind of a janky recorder just in my drawer and um, that I would use for singing and stuff. And I just brought it to her closet one day and we just sat down and started talking, you know, and um, it was funny and weird and we couldn't breathe in the closet. And during those early days, we really started to feel what this was becoming. This was becoming a raw conversation about what was going on with us and that, you know, we weren't alone in our fears and our struggles and the excitement and the awkwardness. So, um, you know, we just committed to being ourselves in these conversations and soon enough, you know, people were listening and, and sooner than we ever thought we had a community formed around the podcast. Yeah. You guys have like a Facebook group with a lot of people and a lot of events. I mean, you really have created 
a community. It's not just a weekly podcast. That's what I love about it so much. Yeah. And I think that's the most important part is, you know, the conversations that we have, like when you talk to Stuart, um, he is, you know, so special and interesting and it's hopefully going to provide you an opportunity to transform and to change. But if you're in a city where you're not supported in that transformation or change, it can be hard to be alone. So we wanted to make sure that we were providing women or helping facilitate community for women so that they could change and grow together with others that were on the same path. Yeah. I think a lot of what's going on right now is um, women are connecting and communicating with one another and realizing that um, we're not in this alone. And I think that's really, really important. So I love the message that you all bring. Agreed. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah. Um, Going back to kind of the content of your podcast, um, just listening to you guys for the time that I have, I've um, noticed that you cover a lot of different healing modalities. And um, I have a master's degree in counseling. Um, I'm Reiki and regression hypnosis certified. And I mainly got into all of these things to heal myself, honestly. And so part of my goal in creating my podcast is to open listeners up to different modalities that exist. Because I think a lot of it is just people just aren't even aware of the options that they have um, in this day and age. And you guys have covered a lot of different things. Um, So I would love to hear from both of you um, about maybe a healing modality that you learned about through your podcasting experience and how that has helped you in your personal life. Yeah, there's so many. You're right. And sometimes (laughs) it's hard um, because you really have to know what feels good to you. Um, You know, there could be a really cool healing modality that's super hot right now that just really doesn't resonate with me. And and sometimes I'm like, ugh, like, why isn't it resonating with me? Is there something wrong with me? But, um, you know, what we really try to do is just give you all of the options, um, educate ourselves, educate you, and then you guys can really feel into what's best for you. So for me, um, I mean, I've, I've done Reiki and energy healing with Milana Snow, who you know from the podcast, and um, that has been really healing for me, therapeutic in so many ways. Um, and in that, uh, tying in the spirit guide work. So I, you know, for me, it's like I have friends constantly around me, like little cheerleaders in the spirit world. And I've done little experiments to call on them and show me things and send me certain messages. And it works. And it's really comforting and empowering. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just believing in something like that has given me um, so much more peace around things that are coming in and out of my life. Um, and then, you know, I'll, I'll definitely do acupuncture and things like that. Um, Chinese medicine is something that we're super interested in. So I'm always kind of exploring the herbalism, acupuncture, et cetera. But um, yeah, talking to my spirit guides is probably my favorite. <laughs> Mm, I love that so much. And I I just want to circle back to your point about how not everything feels right. And I think sometimes um, it might not feel right right now, but you find that you circle back to it later. It's not always great for you now at this point in your life, but a different time it could be. And so having that knowledge of what it is and when it does come back up to the surface is really important, right? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How about you, Krista? 
For me, I think my greatest healing has been in um, just being myself, you know, finding um, peace in showing up every day on the podcast, being myself, meeting the women that listen to the podcast and being myself and finding, you know, moments where I don't feel like myself and bringing myself back, you know, whether that is through um, alone time or that is time with, you know, my boyfriend or that is time um, on a walk, you know, with friends or whatever that is, I've found the most healing in finding my authenticity and sticking to it and finding opportunities and places in my life where I can love parts of myself that maybe didn't before, you know, challenges I've had with my body or food or things like that. And seeing that as gifts that I could use or utilize to connect deeper with people. Um, so the podcast really has been a healing modality for me, but it's really the um, parts about being myself that have changed me the most. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Because I feel like what I've learned from my short amount of time of doing this is that podcasting itself has been really healing for me. Um, speaking publicly and being authentic um, about that has been healing in and of itself. So can you talk a little bit more about that for you both? Yeah, I think, you know, I'm, I guess it just gives me pause, you know, how, how you've been healed doing podcasting. I think a lot of people have too. There is something about when you get to a microphone and you are kind of putting on as the best version of yourself. You know, you're being more thoughtful. You're being more intentional. There's a presence that you have to have. There's a presence that you bring when you're speaking into a microphone because you know other people are going to hear it, but also because you want to feel confident about what you're saying. So I think oftentimes we live our life and we're like talking and we don't even know what we're saying or we're places and we don't even know what we're doing or we're on our phone and we don't even know why. You know, you kind of leave your body at many points in your life, but when you sit down and you get on a microphone, you really are there and you really are a two to what you're feeling, what you're doing, what you're saying, what the other person is saying. And people don't listen as much as, as they think. So it really, really is a practice of listening. And your audience can tell if you're not listening to your guest or the person that's on the podcast. And um, you know the interview won't be as successful, but the ability to be yourself and to speak your truth is the most healing thing that you can do. You know, and Stuart, again, like you, you talked about, was one person that brought to um, our podcast that notion and that really rang true for me. Yeah. In the podcasting space, you know, people are saying now they're like, it's so saturated. There's so many podcasts, this, that, the other thing. Well, the same thing happened like when TV shows became a thing. You know, there were so many TV shows and I just think and I trust and I've learned that, you know, if we are ourselves, no matter what, no matter how messy it is, how awkward it is, how sad or happy it is, how much we shine, or maybe some days we just don't want to shine that bright, like whatever we're bringing to the table that day is what at least one person just needs to feel in here. You know what I mean? And the power in that is just so much greater than, you know, number one on the charts. Yes, of course, it's cool. It's really cool to have that, you know, something, um, a title like that. But I just feel like there's this magic that happens in the connection between like your voice, your story, you being yourself, so that energy and it reaching the right people at the right time. Like it's just, it translates into every other area of my life. 
where I just trust that like, I'm going to be at the right place in the right time. And if it's not, then it's not meant to be, you know, it's just another way to see that happening. You know, we get messages every day. That's like, I listened to this episode and it was this day that I just felt like, you know, there was no hope for me and my health happened. So it's a really beautiful thing. Um, when you just put yourself out there. Yeah. Uh, just as you were talking, I was thinking about some of the more recent episodes that you guys have done and, um, your ayahuasca episode came out, Lindsay, on my birthday. And that morning I had spent my, somehow magically my children slept in (laughs) like this never happens. And I spent a good 30 minutes in meditation and I was just like thanking my spirit guides, thanking my team like for celebrating the moment that like I came to this earth and celebrating the fact that they had helped me. I turned 35 this year and for some reason that felt really significant being the middle of my 30s. But um, I just thank them for all that they've done this far. And then your episode was like popped up on my phone and I listened to it and you had a whole experience with like reliving your birth and seeing that moment. And it was just like this thing for me. It just was like extra um, validation for me, you know, about the meditation that I had had and about how important it is to acknowledge our birthdays. And so I was wanting to tell you that it was so crazy. (laughs) That's beautiful. And it's a good reminder. Sometimes like I love birthdays. I don't like hate birthdays at all, but I don't think I think about them like that like a day of my birth. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah. oh, that's a birthday, right? But like, that's a really good reminder. Yeah. We just think of how we're going to celebrate it or, you know, yeah. whatever. But um, really, it's a very significant moment to remember every year. And so I decided I'm going to make that my practice. I think that's a really important thing to do. And um, also, Krista, your, um, oh my gosh, your reading from Shaman Durek on... <laughs> the last episode was just, it's, oh my God, it just resonated with me. Yeah. Gotten so many messages about that. It's so, yeah, it's so darling. I think that is like a symptom of our, the female, um, you know, our generation, but like females right now is like being pushed to move into our power, but seeing the power as only having to be something that's masculine and something that is, you know, not um, something you have to push, something you have to do for, something you have to force, something that needs to be done, you know. And I think a lot of women right now are doing that. We're in that phase where we want to be successful. We want to be running our own company. We want to be doing all of these amazing things. We're doing our jobs. We're doing a second job. And, you know, we can oftentimes get lost in that, in that sauce. Yeah, it's so true. And I just love that he um, really, you know, just told you that you are powerful in and of yourself, that there's nothing that you have to do. And I think that's so important for women to hear these days. And you were like, I'm successful because I've worked so hard. And he was like, no, you're successful because you're amazing at manifesting. Like that was a big eye-opening moment for me. Like, Wow. A hundred percent. And that's for every woman, you know, it's, it's available to everyone. And it's, it's a change of perspective that a lot of people would have to do that I have to do, you know, cause I do work really hard. So it's hard to think that, that what I have and what I've created is not because I'm a hard worker. 
which is, you know, what they tell us to do, but because I am good at seeing, you know, the steps you need to take to create something that, that you love through manifestation. So yeah, I mean, it was really powerful for, for me and definitely put me, um, put me in my place, which I needed. And I think was really, really true for a lot of amazing women that we know. Yeah. But he put you in your place in a beautiful way. It was, um, so kind and Mm -hmm. so loving, you know? Um, and I just loved how he also talked about queendom. Um, can you guys speak about that a little bit about maybe how you express queendom in your podcast? Yeah. Um, I haven't thought about that. That's a great question. Um, I think one thing you do. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. I think one thing that comes to mind is just, um, queens are able to hold space for others, you know, that, that feels right, you know, and I think there is a sensitivity to the moment, to the other's needs in the moment, to just the, the nuances of the moment that, you know, a queen can really sense, the feminine can sense. And it doesn't mean there's a lot of doing in that moment, but the the holding space is really a feeling, you know, and, and um, I think we do that in our interviews. I think we do that at our events. Um, I think we do that one-on-one when we meet people. Um, and not because I want to say that we do that, you know, it's not like we do this and we're awesome. It's more like we need that too. You know, like it is healing to be able to hold space for people that feels so good to us. And we can only hope that we get that as well. Um, so yeah, that's one thing that comes to mind for me. Yeah. Yeah. That part was so powerful and I feel like I haven't heard that anywhere else. So I was so thankful that he was able to share that on, on our show. Um, and for me, it really meant like a leaning back rather than leaning forward. You know, there is something he described as like when a queen sits back and like, you know, lets the man do whatever or lets the people do whatever. And they're more of the observant and then thinking through and then responding or they're more of the allowing rather than the forceful doing. And I think that is such a beautiful thing to think about, you know, standing strong in your power and leaning back rather than leaning forward, like for something that may not be yours, because if it's for you, you could lean back because you know, it's already coming. Yeah. I love that so much. And just to add to what I witness, I feel like you guys, um, you use your intuition in asking your questions, of course. And so you're tapping into that flow. It's almost like a channeling. Um, and also in, in who you interview and who you allow into this space. I, I think that is also um, a way of expressing queendom in your podcast. So thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I definitely think that Lindsay and I provide a safe space for people to speak and we definitely aren't making it about ourselves. We're, we're allowing whatever they're saying to be and to live and to land and um, replying from an honest and heartfelt place. We don't take notes or anything like that. Sometimes we'll have bullets, but really we allow the conversation to unfold as needed. And um, we're not focused on the outcome. We're really focused on, you know, it just being. Yeah. Having it be its own um, energetic thing (laughs) that evolves, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So kind of on the topic of your podcast, what is like a misconception or a misunderstanding? Um, I would love to hear this because you guys have been doing this for a decent amount of time. So, uh, what's something that you want people to kind of understand about podcasting that they may not already? 
Mm. Uh, well, first for almost 30 that you don't need to be almost 30 to listen. <laughs> yeah. Could be any age. Yeah. Um, and then for podcasting, I think people have the assumption that it's easy and that it's like just turning on a microphone and talking and um you know, there's so much more to it. And it, and there's so much more to it in addition, if you want to do it well, and if you want to do it in a way that impacts people in a positive way, uh, you know, to do a podcast that's about personal growth, transformation, all of those things. It means that Lindsay and I have to be doing the work ourselves. It means that we have to be living in alignment with all of our messaging. It means that we are held to a higher standard than other people. And it means that we need to put in more work to make sure, you know, that what we're doing is being reached by people so that we can continue to do it. So I think that there's an assumption that it's way easier than than people think. And I think there's also an assumption that there isn't opportunity for people to build businesses around it. I think that people don't really see it as something that can make you money or, or make you enough for to live your life. And I definitely think that there is ability and opportunity for people that are smart with their business to create that. Yeah. In my seven months of doing this, I would reiterate everything you just said. People think it's so easy or <laughs> that it just doesn't take up any time. And actually it's extremely time consuming. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. And I would also add that, you know, I think it can be isolating behind the mic, especially if you're um, doing it solo. And um, sometimes I, I feel like even just us two, it's like we can take for granted um, I don't think we have actually because we felt it so early on, but like take for granted how much um, the audience looks forward to this. And so all that to say like the consistency is key. You know, like sometimes people will ask us like, well, if like I skip this week and next week, like it's fine, right? Yeah, I guess for sure. But like, you're allowed. But you know, I, I, the consistency for us has been a huge part um, of why we've grown so quickly. Um, you know, we've put out at least one episode every single week for over two and a half years. Now we do two episodes a week. So, you know, for the audience to look forward to something like this, you're, you're now a part of their day. You're now a part of their week and something that anchors them. Um, so, you know, I would just say like early on, even if you have 10 listeners, like take that seriously. You know, yes, the numbers are cool and people like to know analytics and everything, but you're a human behind the mic. And then there are people who are listening who are, who are human. So it's remembering that human connection so that you can play the podcasting quote unquote game for the long haul. Yeah. To me, it feels like um, if you look at the sequence of episodes in any podcast, it feels like a story to me that you're building upon. You know, you, you know what you've done already. You know what's coming. Your listeners know what you've done already and what's coming. And it feels like this flowing story. So to just stop abruptly, I can see what you're saying. It can feel incomplete or yeah missing in some way. It's so. a relationship like with our audience. Yeah. You know, we listen to them when they want to bring on a a guest or whatever it is. Like we're listening. You know, we want to hear like what they have to say and what topics they want to hear. So we just, we treat it as a relationship. 
Yeah. And so you all are also touring right now. And I know that you have a retreat coming up. So can you speak about those events, about your tour and your retreat and what they look like, what someone could expect? Yeah. So I'll talk about the retreat. Uh, So Lindsay and I have been, you know, wanting to do a retreat with our girls for a long time and they've been asking about it and um, they've wanted more than just, you know, our in-person events and our podcasts, meaning when they would come to the events, they would have so much fun and it would be awesome, but they wanted a deeper connection with the people that were attending, with the brands that were partnering, and then, you know, with us. So we have been looking for a year or so for a beautiful space and, and we've looked at other spaces, but they didn't feel quite right. You know, we have really high standards as it relates to what we show to our girls or what we bring our girls into. And it needs to be safe. It needs to be beautiful. It needs to be um, you know, have great food that's healthy and nutritious and and has all the dietary restrictions covered. And it needs to have opportunities for personal growth and development that feel holistic and that feel, um, you know, like they have a beginning, middle and end. And there's just a lot to it that, you know, we didn't want to be flippant about and we didn't want to be, you know, we just wanted to be very cautious. So when we found Calamigos Ranch this year, we were like, all right, this is it. It's a beautiful, it's like Malibu chic in the, in the hills and has everything we needed. And we were able to secure a space there. So we have 25 girls coming um, this July 9th through 12th in Malibu. And we have sessions with some of our favorite podcast guests like Jordan Younger, Kelly Levesque, Milana Snow. Um, we have music, we have workouts, we have hikes, we have beach time, we have journaling time. We have all of these things that really, really just want to, um, we want to share with our girls to nourish them and just to love on them. So we are really, really excited about that. It's just going to be the best week. And, um, you know, we cannot wait to spend some time one-on-one with people. That's amazing. And then our tour. um, So we went on tour last year in 2018 um, and visited a bunch of domestic cities as well as cities in Canada. And we just loved it so much, you know, and the response was incredible. And we really saw how important it was for us to meet our community in person and to have those one-on-one interactions, you know, just, it meant the world to us and, you know, people who we've met have expressed the same thing. So it's just like we're friends really. Um, and so this year we wanted to take it international. So we're visiting a bunch of more domestic cities. Some we've been to, some we haven't. And then we just got back from London. So that was our first official international stop, which was so exciting. Three events, you know, over 200 women from all over London and actually Europe, people flew in for it, which was insane. And um, we'll be in Australia in November, uh, but you can find out more on almost30podcast.com slash tour, all of the dates and cities. But really the tour for us, you know, we think it's a differentiator in in that you know a lot of podcasts just podcasts which is amazing but we we felt the energy from our community and we're like we cannot not meet them in person and and just make this as big as it feels in our hearts you know really translate that um in person so no one told us to go on tour no one told us to go around the world but we just wanted to so we are doing it What is your setup um, during a tour event? So do you kind of speak like you would on a podcast or do you interview someone? Like what's the format? 
Yeah, it, it's specific to every city, which is really, really fun. Um, Krista and I will uh, normally open the event workshop style and, um, you know, share whatever's on our hearts. And really that depends on the city and the time of year and what we're go- what's going on and even tapping into that local community, like what's going on for you guys. And so we really... Um, you know, we really kind of channel, I guess, in a way, channel the energy in the room. Um, and so we do that. We, we open up for a discussion. So we'll, we like to interact with people. We like to ask the audience questions, the attendees questions, and like see what their take on it is. And then um, we normally do have a guest. So we bring in, like, for example, we're going to Denver tomorrow and we have our friend Natalie Miles joining us, who is an intuitive um, and just a spiritual powerhouse. And she's going to do a um, intuition reactivation for the girls. And she's going to do some live uh, channeling as well, which will be exciting. And um, we did that in Seattle with her and, and the girls just walked away so full. So yeah, we just want people f- walking away feeling empowered. We want them feeling full and um just kind of like new love in their eyes for themselves and for the community around them. A lot of them come alone and they walk away with new friends. So it's just, it's one big love fest, obviously with wellness and spirituality at the heart of it. We bring in really nourishing food and beverages and other goodies in our swag bags. And we're just happy to, you know, be able to create community um, in these cities around the world. That's incredible. So thank you for doing this work, for um, starting this podcast and being um, an example for others like myself to follow and for building a community. It's beautiful what you girls are doing. So oh, we're still grateful for thank you to you. be a part of it. I hope you found information, clarity, or inspiration that you'll take with you today and use in your everyday life. If you enjoy my show, the biggest compliment you could give would be sharing it with your friends, subscribing, rating, and reviewing it on whatever device you use to listen. Visit me at athenarisingpodcast.com or at athenarisingpodcast on Instagram and Facebook. A huge thank you to Purple Planet for the music used in this episode. See you next time.